Brittany and welcome to my library. Welcome back to another podcast episode. I'm really excited for this episode. We're going to do something a little different and I'm just excited to share with you what it is. Um, Firstly, I hope all of your weeks were good. I had kind of a hectic week. Since the kids I nanny are at overnight camp, I my work schedule is quite different from what it usually is, and one of my kids got sick and had to come home early this week, so I had to watch them, and then one of the other kid had to um, come home early because of a orthodontist appointment. So I spent a couple days with them and we had fun. We had a good time. I stress out too much about them being home all day because sometimes it can be quite a long day with them fighting and not getting along. But I had like one kid one day and then he was feeling better and then the next day I took him back to camp and I brought the other one home. So I got to have a little one-on-one time with each kid and that was fun. Um, so yeah, I also have been accepted into Southern New Hampshire University and I will be getting my bachelor's in creative writing and English and I'm so excited. I start in August and I am just really looking forward to going back to school for this. I think that I finally found what I want to do and I'm super excited to do it and I've been officially accepted. I'm trying to get all of the logistics figured out before the term starts and yeah, I just, I'm so so looking forward to it and I also got my first tattoo yesterday I uh, it's crazy how like fast it went I only I my tattoo is the words I love you written in my grandmother's handwriting and I really wanted my first tattoo to mean something to me and this one means the absolute world to me and it happened kind of quickly I kind of like have been saying that I've wanted to get it done and then I just kind of I found someone that my friend recommended we I made the appointment I went I was there for like maybe a half an hour he had like he was actually the actual like tattoo process like if the needle on me and everything that only took about 10 minutes and he was like okay you're done and I was like oh already he's like yeah it's just it's a little one doesn't take that long and I was like oh my goodness and it's beautiful I absolutely love it maybe I'll put that on the Instagram and let everyone see but other than that that was my week very um crazy lots going on but i am looking forward to this next week so let me share what i'm currently reading i'm currently still okay i'm almost done i was trying to finish before i recorded but i didn't 
quite finished. So I'm still reading the last Sarah J. Mass book, Crescent City House of Sky and Breath, but I'm almost done with that. I literally have like a few more chapters, like maybe five more chapters. So I'm going to count myself as done with that. And the next book I'm going to read, I think, will be The Fourth Wing by, what's her name, Jessica Yaros? I think that's it. And I just want to know what, a, what that book is about because literally everyone has been raving about it and I just need to know. So I think that'll be the one that I will read next. And I'm also reading, kind of reading, when I want to, um, Credence by Penelope Douglas. And I am just kind of reading that when I get bored or like I don't have access to my book. But yeah, so that's what I'm currently reading. I'm so close to being finished with all of the SJM books and I have reread them all and I have loved rereading them. I would definitely recommend reading them if you have not. Um, but yeah, that's where that is at. And now we'll get into today's episode. So because today's Father's Day, happy Father's Day, everyone. Um, I don't know how long ago it was, I guess a month ago, because I was in Colorado in Bay. So yeah, a month ago, I asked my dad when we were back in Colorado what he would want for Father's Day. And he kind of thought about it for a while. And then he said, I want you and your sister to write a, and illustrate a story. Could be about anything. Just has to be, you have to work together to complete this story. And then that's what I want. So that's what we did. We talked on the phone and kind of discussed a blueprint and she is drew the pictures I wrote the story we kind of came up with the story together then I did the writing so that's what I I want to do this episode is read you guys the story that I made for my dad and see what you guys think about it so let's start and get on with that the Wild Merventure of Brooke and Gilly, written by Brittany Trumbull and illustrated by Lily. To our father, who always told us to follow our passions, we love you and happy Father's Day. This is for you. Once upon a time, a long time ago, there lived two Mer sisters in a small Mer village. The two Mer sisters loved their Mer village where they could explore and live peacefully. Brooke was the older Mer sister, with dark brown hair and a pink tail that sparkled in the sunlight. Gilly was the younger Mer sister, and her tail was the shade of sea lavender, and it shimmered and showed. They lived in a small coral house with their loving parents, but they did not always get along with each other. Brooke and Gilly fought over everything and anything whether it was about playing with each other's toys or using each other's hairbrushes or fighting about who won their games of Kick the Clam. 
One day, Britta and Gillies, my mother, had enough of their fighting. I'm tired of you not getting along in my home. I need you to work together and go to the reef to get your father a gift for my father's day. So Britta and Gilly went on their way to the reef. Remember to stay out of the sea, kelp forest, you too, their mother reminded them, for dark and strange things lived amongst the kelp. Gilly, it's all your fault, Brooke complained while they swam down the road. Britta pushed her long brown hair out of her face as they swam up a hill. If you had just listened to me, then we wouldn't have to go to the reef to replace Murdad's favorite sea drill. Well, if you had just let me into your mer room without yelling at me, then I wouldn't have broken anything. It was an accident, Gilly responded. Whatever, let's just get there and back quickly before the sun starts to set. Brooke started swimming faster than Gilly could keep up. Gilly tried to catch up to her sister, but her tail wasn't as strong as as Brooke's yet. Brooke, wait for me, Gilly cried, but it was too late. Brooke was out of sight. Gilly was all alone. Brooke, Gilly called out to her sister, but she couldn't hear or see her sister anywhere. She was coming closer to the edge of the sea kelp forest that her mother had warned them to stay away from. Brooke, please come out. This isn't funny. Then she heard it. A giggle was coming from the kelp. Gilly swam closer to the edge, fear building in her chest. Brooke, is that you? She whispered loudly. She crossed the edge and entered the forest. Boo! A loud voice sounded as Brooke pushed Gilly. Gilly screamed and fell to the ground. Brooke started laughing and laughing at her sister. Gilly, you were so scared. The look on your face was so funny. Brooke laughed and laughed and Gilly wanted to cry. She didn't like what her sister did. Brooke, that was a terrible thing to do. I thought I was lost and now we're stuck in the forest where Mer Mom told us not to go. Oh, please, Brooke waved Gilly off. We're fine. The opening is... Brooke looked back to where she thought they came from, but she couldn't see the light. She only saw more and more kelp. Are you serious, Brooke? You got us lost. Oh, no, this is bad. Gilly glared at her sister. Well, you were the one who went into the court the forest in the first place, Gilly. I watched you swim in here. I heard you laughing in here. I heard you giggle at me. This is all your fault. Gilly pushed her sister into a slimy piece of kelp, but before Brooke could do anything back, they heard a giggle deeper in the forest. Why are you laughing? Gilly yelled. That wasn't me, clamhead. That came from the deeper in the forest. Then they heard it again. Then a great octopus came out of the kelp. What have we here? The big octopus asked as it came closer to the terrified Mer sisters. The octopus was dark in color, a deep, deep purple that helped her blend into the dark surroundings of the sea kelp, especially at night when she was out prowling the kelp for innocent mermaids. We're sorry for disturbing you. We got lost, but we'll be on our way. Brooke said, taking Gilly by the arm and pulling her back. Ah, 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 
said the big scary sea creature. My name is Morana, and I rule the dark creatures of the kelp forest. You got stuck in the sea kelp forest. Didn't your parents ever warn you not to enter? She said with a sly voice. They did. We didn't mean to come in here, Gilly started. Did they ever tell you why? Morana interrupted. Those who wander in never come out again. They wander hopelessly lost until they become someone's lunch. The only way for you to get out is if you work together to solve a riddle. But from the sounds of your arguing earlier, that seems like a waste of time. The octopus smiled, an evil smile, and she stared between the two little mermaids. Please let us try, Brooke pleaded with Morana. So be it, but if you cannot solve my riddle, you will remain here in this forest forever, and you will never see your family again. Marana looked at Gilly and Brooke, waiting for their decision. Brooke, we can't do this. There has to be another way. We have no choice, Gilly. This is our only chance. We have to try. It'll be okay, Gilly. Brooke stuck out her hand and shook Marana's tentacles. Deal, she said with a shaky voice. You have until sunrise to figure out the riddle. If you are wrong, then you fail and you will remain with me forever. Here is your riddle. Marana took a deep breath and started speaking again. I hurt and pain the most when lost, yet I am also sorrowful when not had at all. I'm sometimes the hardest to express, but the one that is easily ignored. I can be given to many, or just one. What am I? There is your riddle. Oh, Morana paused, the evil smile returning to her face. In order to give me the answer, you will have to find me first. You have until sunrise. And with a cloud of ink, she was gone. Brooke, what are we going to do? How are we going to solve this riddle and find Morana and get out of here? Gilly started crying. Brooke rolled her eyes at her mer sister. Don't be such a mer baby, Gilly. We'll figure it out. We'll just keep repeating the riddle until we find her, as long as you don't get us lost again. Again? What are you talking about? We wouldn't be in this mess if you hadn't swam away from me. You always do this, and it hurts my feelings. I'm going to find Marana on my own and get Murdad his gift. Good luck. Gilly swam away deeper into the kelp until Brooke was all alone. She thought to herself, fine, I can do this on my own, and when I solve the riddle, we'll get out of here. But Brooke couldn't help but feel guilty and sad for what she and Gilly fought about. It was now dark in the kelp forest, and Gilly had found a rock to sit and think of, of the riddle and what the answer to it might be. She also felt bad for her sister. Gilly knew that Brooke was trying to be a good sister, but she was probably scared too, and now she was all alone and couldn't find her. Brooke swam around trying to find her sister and Morana. She knew it was too hard on her sister, but she really did love her. She didn't know she played all these tricks on her. 
Then Brooke realized something. She had the answer to the riddle, but first she had to find her mer sister. Gilly started looking for her mer sister as she floated through the sea kelp. She thought about how much she missed Brooke, and that even though she always played tricks on her, she realized that she was always laughing when her older mer sister was around, and that she loved her mer sister very much. Gilly! Brooke yelled as she swam through the kelp. She spent so long looking for her little mer sister, and she knew that the sun would start rising soon. She had to find her sister and the evil octopus fast. Gilly! She called out again. Then she heard something in the distance. She paused and listened closely. Brooke! It was Gilly! Brooke called out again, and this time when she heard her name, it was a little closer. She swam towards the sound, and then there she was, her mer sister. Gilly, Brooke called out at last, is that really you, Brooke? Gilly asked, turning to face her sister. Oh, Gilly! Brooke was so happy. She swam to her sister, and they embraced as they cried of joy. I'm so glad I found you, Brooke said through her tears. I'm sorry for everything. I'm sorry for getting us lost. I'm sorry too, Gilly responded. I know the answer to the riddle. Me too. Let's find Marana and get out of here. Brooke took Gilly's hand and they swam deeper into the forest to find the ruler of, of the kelp. It's almost sunrise. We are, what are we going to do? Brooke asked as she and Gilly swam ahead. Marana, we have the answer to your riddle, Gilly cried out. We might as well try that. She could be anywhere. That's a good idea, Brooke agreed. So they called out for Marana, hoping that they could find her in time. Eventually, they floated along a cave and deep in the forest. They gave each other a weary look, but decided to enter the dark and scary passage. But what appeared to be a dark, empty cave on the outside, when they swam inside, they found a palace with sea gold everywhere. Then they found Morana, lounging on a sea sponge, eating shrimp. We found you, Gilly said excitedly. Morana jumped from being startled and stared at the two young mermaids, surprised that they were in her home. How did you find me? It was supposed to be impossible with the bickering you were doing. The forest knows to confuse you when you argue, and the more you do it, the more you get lost. I knew you mer-girls didn't stand a chance. So what happened? The two little mermaids linked hands again and Brooke said, We realized that our friendship was more important than our pride. Then we found you. We know the answer to your riddle. Morana glared at them, disappointed that she would lose these two mermaids if they got the riddle right. The answer to your riddle is, wait, you girls don't really think you know it right. If you get it wrong, then you'll be mine forever. Are you really ready to come to terms with that? Morana interrupted. The two mermaids knew that the queen of the kelp was trying to stall but they had seconds left before sunrise. It's love, they both said. The answer to your riddle, Gilly said, is love. 
They smiled, and Morana screamed with frustration. She knew she would have to honor her deal. Just then, a path appeared before them, and they were led out of the kelp forest. When they got to the edge, they linked hands again and smiled. Love you, Gilly, Brick said. Love you too, Brick, Gilly smiled. Bet you can't beat me back home, though. Then Brooks swam off down Lemur Road towards their home. Hey, wait for me, Brooke. That's not a fair start. Brooke and Gilly weren't perfect. They still fought sometimes, but they knew how important it was to also show each other their appreciation. They got their mer father a new sea drill and told their parents all about their wild adventure in the sea kelp forest, and they lived happily ever after. The end. So that is our story, and maybe I will try to get the illustrations on the Instagram to show you guys. They are really cute. Lily did a great job, and I am super happy that I got to make this story and share it with you guys. I'm really looking forward to sharing it with my dad later today. But yeah, that was The Wild Merventure of Brooke and Gilly. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and I hope you guys liked this episode, even though it was a little different. I just was so excited to share it, and I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you all for coming to my library. Bye!